If you're like me and you're torn between the love my body at any size movement and the, if I love my body, I need to make healthier choices to feel good too thought process, then you're in the right place. It's every day now that someone out there is telling us the next best thing on TikTok or Instagram ads are showing us another shortcut and it is exhausting. How about we heal our relationship with our bodies, exercise and food and give ourselves grace along the way. Let's do this together and celebrate the small stuff. Welcome to A Healthy Dose with Sadie Tolbert. Hola, this episode we are talking about the medical side of family history and kind of the, um, you know, learned side of family history and habits and things like that, that all kind of go hand in hand when it comes to taking care of your health. And so you've probably been to the doctor or maybe a hospital visit or something like that, where they ask you about your family history. They do, you know, some, some sort of a social history, um, uh, biological history, uh, type of test with you. And so they'll say, Hey, what is your maternal, uh, your, your mother, does she have any health issues? Does your father have any health issues? Does your maternal grandmother, grandfather, your paternal grandmother, grandfather, what about your siblings? Like what they're looking for is, um, certain things that are actually known to be hereditary and some things are more anecdotally hereditary than others. And some things are like, known and understood to be, um, if one person has it, it could definitely be something that somebody else has. And so they should get screened. Um, there's certain types of, you know, cancers that kind of run more commonly, um, in family lines. And then, uh, there's things that are like makeups, like maybe schizophrenia and things like that, um, mental health wise that could be uh, hereditary and things like that. And so, um, if you, kind of know what's happened with your family line, then you can be screened for it and watched for it and kind of keep a better eye out sooner. Um, and now they have all these different kits and stuff, the 23andMe and the hereditary.com ones and stuff, um, ancestry.com, like those will test your your DNA to see if you could carry that BRCA gene for breast cancer or see if you have the um, markers um, and this is not on a deep level. This is just kind of on, on what it can test from the, the sources that they have to see what you're more prone to. Um, I did 23andMe and funny story. It said that I had like a, like 10 or 20% chance of having red hair and, um, jokes on you. I have red hair. So I definitely, I guess, beat all odds, I guess on that. My dad has red hair and so it's a recessive gene. And so, um, I just laughed at that, but then it made me question like some of the other things where it's like, oh, you are better at slow twitch muscle workouts. Or um, I think it said that I had a higher chance of like macular degeneration with my eyes. So it's like, okay, good to know. Let me make sure I get a yearly eye exam. Like, awesome. It's just good information. Doesn't mean that I have to freak out or like go wild, making sure that I'm doing all this stuff for my eyes. But uh, one thing that was true on mine as well was that it showed that I had a higher chance of hemochromocytosis, which does run in my family. And so that's kind of the opposite of anemia where you can store too much iron in your blood. And I did a lot of research on it. I did meet with a geneticist uh, through the VA and we kind of assessed my markers and the um, 
the way that certain things can be passed down through uh, lines, whether it comes from your father's line or mother's line and things like that. And what are my chances of, of having it? And so we basically uh, feel like it's a very slim chance and most likely it won't even happen until um, after like menopause. And that's really because iron is excreted, you know, through blood. And as women, we naturally do that. And so um, it's just in my mind, it's something, it's one of the reasons why I became a vegan. I just wanted to stop eating iron that came from animal product, but I do want to make sure that I'm having iron from uh, plants and fruits and vegetables and things like that. So dark leafy vegetables, um, things like that. I actually just bought these mulberries and I looked at them and I'm like, these are neat. Like, let me buy these. It's a superfood, you know, all the stuff. And I opened it up and had a couple this morning. It kind of gave me like a, kind of like a raisin and it was really sweet and really good. And it says right on the the front where it had high in iron. And I was like, Oh, cool. I've actually been slightly anemic for the last couple of years. And that's again, every person is different. So my version of anemic is going to be different than other people's versions. And it's, it stays on track with what I'm doing in my, my life and my diet, my body. And so nobody is concerned with that, but it's just good to know for me, because if I ever end up getting you know, God forbid, like in a, an accident where I'm bleeding out and they're checking my levels, like they can see, um, if it's, you know, hospital where they can see previous blood work or they can attain that stuff later and they can see, okay, this is her baseline. Her baseline is actually, you know, a notch or two below the average baseline. And so they don't have to over inflate me <laughs> because that's not where my body's homeostasis normally is. So with knowing my family history and with kind of having some of that generalized information, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Um, I can just plan ahead for it, you know, and, and really just find out what, um, what makes sense for me and my body and, and what works and all of that jazz. So, um, what I recommend people do is, uh, have those conversations with your family and, you may know what's going on with them health-wise and you might not. So uh, if you live in a family that's very, very open and you guys tell each other everything, you might be looking at me right now and being like, who doesn't know their parents' history? Well, um, there's a lot of factors within you know, relationships or people that live in other states and they have no idea what medications their parents are on. They've never had that discussion. Maybe you've never talked about, um, hey, mom, dad, do you have a will? You know, like, like, people just don't fully talk about mortality in certain families. And then there's families who their parents passed away a long time ago, so they can't answer them or people that were adopted or in foster care and stuff like that. So they don't know their true, like actual bloodline family history. And does that mean anything? Or is that going to do you any sort of disservice? No, it's, it's okay to not know that stuff. And you, we do have these cool resources and technologies to be able to test for certain things. And so if you're concerned, you can find ways of finding out, you know, at least what you're more prone to based off of um, what they're finding in your your blood work. Now, when I met with the geneticists, um, I actually met with one in two different occasions. Um, one was when I was pregnant with my son because uh, we, he ended up getting a genetic uh um, issue with his body that we found out when I was pregnant. And thankfully it was something that we could work with and correct and everything was great. Um, we had wonderful care and, um, 
basically we've done all of the hard part and everything and, and he's good to go. Um, but with that, uh, they wanted to check for a lot of other things that sometimes go hand in hand with that one diagnosis. And, um, and then as we were doing the questionnaire and they were like, you know, has anybody in your family ever had this or had that? Um, one thing came up to mind. I had a, an uncle that, um, didn't, uh, he passed away when he was 21 and he had muscular dystrophy. Now that is a genetic, um, physical disorder. And, um, so when we were talking about that and how that could go in hand in hand with what my son has, um, it really was like, huh, okay. You know, can I, do I carry that? Like, is that something that I could pass down? And, and, um, you know, is that going to change the way that my kids think about, having kids in the future, you know, it just, um, made my brain kind of think like, okay, if Miles had this, what if his son has it, you know, things like that. And would that deter, does that deter people? Like, you know, you can answer for your own self in this case, but like, if you knew that you had a really high chance of passing down something to your child, would that stop you from wanting to have a kid? Like, I mean, you get to decide those things and nobody's going to sway you one way or the other. Like you should never let anybody out there say, oh, if you, you know, know that you're going to have this or have that, like, like that you decide it's your, your life, you know, but, um, in this case, like it's stuff to think about. It's, it's food for thought. It's, it's, um, what would you do in different certain situations? And maybe it will never come up where you actually need to, to think about or do any of this, but finding that family history, uh, can really help save your life in the future. And so if you know that you have that BRCA gene to potentially have breast cancer, that is something that will help prompt you to be more vigilant and be more cognizant of what's going on to catch it early and get treated early. Or, you know, in some more extreme cases, people will just, you know, remove their breasts so they don't have to worry about it. Like, you can do whatever works for you. And, um, you should always talk to your doctor and find the path that makes the most sense for what you want to accomplish in life. And there's just so many things that you can focus on, um, prevention for yourself, um, and just get treated, um, early on for. So it, it makes sense to have that conversation. Like I said, um, first and foremost with your family members, if you can, and if you don't have that ability or luxury or whatever you want to call it, then you can, you know, do one of these test kits or kind of, you know, talk to your doctor and see if you want to have like a genetic, uh, appointment and, like get tested for certain things. There is actually a blood test that I could do that will 100% tell me if I have hemochromocytosis or if I can pass it on to my kids. But we decided that it just wasn't, wasn't necessary at that time to, to do that. And, um, and it was, you know, a mutual decision between me and the geneticist. Like we just said, we're okay. Not knowing, uh, the, the full and official at this time, but maybe in the future, it's something that we could do. And so I think that prevention is one of the most important things that we should focus on with our health. And then early management, you know, continuing maintenance, manage things like that. And then 
you know, of course, getting through it after working in the ER, it was so much of like this, you know, putting out fires, putting out fires, putting out fires, like there was, when are we going to stop and really focus on preventing the forest fire? Like, let's be Smokey the Bear here and focus on making sure that we are not putting ourselves in danger. Like if you're, this isn't, I don't think something that's necessarily hereditary, but like if your family has had lung cancer or lung disease, um, don't smoke, you know, like take care of your lungs because you've seen somebody who has so much of your genetic DNA and composition struggle the way that they did. You are your own person, but knowing what they had to go through and how it affected their body could be a precursor and give you light on yourself. And so you can, you know, if you find yourself in that position where you're like, okay, I am going to smoke, then do whatever else you can to, um, prevent it for, for the outcome that they had, if that makes sense. So I hope that this inspired you to really take a look and see where you're at, see what you want, what are your goals, you know, all of these things and, um, kind of map things out. And if you're a parent, you know, find out what, uh, you can do for your kids and find out what you can do for, um, your, you know, future kids. And if you find out that, you have something that could be genetic, like let your siblings know and let your other family members know so that they can make their decisions and just empower people to continue to be um, going and having that good relationship with their doctor. So I hope everybody has a splendid day and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe for more and leave a review. If you got something great out of today, please share with your family and friends. And as always, please remember to consult with your primary care provider if you have any questions or concerns. This podcast is meant to be educational and based off of my experience. Have a great day. You are unique and amazing and beautiful.